Hi friends, welcome. This is Amber Jaworski with Holy Yoga, and I'm so excited to be with you today. I'd love to invite you to begin our meditation by taking a comfortable seat or by maybe lying back in a supportive place with your spine long. With the spine long, you can create an unobstructive channel for your breath to flow. If you're in a seated posture, shift to the edge of your seat so that your shoulder blades melt close to your ribcage and the crown of your head lifts to the high. If you chose a supine posture for your practice today, please snuggle your shoulder blades underneath you so that your heart is the highest point of your whole body. Now extend your ears slightly away from your shoulders. Let's begin with your breath. Exhale out all of the stale air in your lungs and notice what it feels like to be empty. Now gather in a rich and deep inhale. Feel your rib cage and even the back space of your lungs expand. Open mouth, exhale that breath away. Good, let's do that two more times. Take a deep breath in, fill up, expand. Open mouth, exhale. Last time, inhale, rich, deep, nourishing breath. Open mouth, sigh it away. Now seal your lips and let the breath come in through your nose effortlessly. Let it swirl around softly before exiting through the nose. Keep that pace and rhythm in through the nose and out through the nose. Life is in the breath. In fact, we pronounce the Hebrew name of God, Yahweh. But in truth, the consonants of God's very name are unutterable. Our attempts to sound out his name create the sound of our breathing. The holiest name in the world, the name of our creator, is the sound of our own breath. So with each inhale, the name of the Lord is being drawn into your being. And I want you to think about breathing in and breathing out more of God. Today, we'll begin our meditation in the book of John, chapter 2. Three days later, they all went to celebrate a wedding feast in Cana of Galilee. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was invited, together with him and his disciples. While they were celebrating, the wine ran out, and Jesus' mother hurried over to her son. The host stands on the brink of embarrassment. There are many guests, and there is no more wine. Dear woman, is it our problem they miscalculated when buying wine and inviting guests? My time has not arrived. 
But she turned to the servants. Do whatever my son tells you. In that area were six massive stone water pots that could each hold 20 to 30 gallons. They were typically used for Jewish purification rites. Jesus' instructions were clear. Fill each water pot with water until it is ready to spill over to the top. And then fill a cup and deliver it to the head waiter. They did exactly as they were instructed. After tasting the water that had become wine, the head waiter couldn't figure out where such wine came from, even though the servants knew. And he called the bridegroom in in amazement. This wine is delectable. Why would you save the most exquisite fruit of the vine? A host would generally serve the good wine first, and when his inebriated guests don't notice or care, he would serve the inferior wine. You have held back the best for last. Jesus performed this miracle, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee. They did not know how this happened, but when the disciples and the servants witnessed this miracle, their faith blossomed. Jesus kicked off his ministry at this beautiful wedding in Galilee. And just as he filled the empty pitchers in the story, only Christ can fill the empty pitchers in our hearts. But in order for God to fill us, we have to release the contents in the container of our hearts that hold us back. We have to get rid of the old so that he has a place to put in the new. We all have experienced injustice, pain, suffering, disappointment, and offenses. And we've created our own stuff to fill the emptiness in these spaces. Survey your heart. Are there any old contents that you desire to release so that God can fill you with something much better?
if Christ has not been invited or allowed to fill up all the empty places in our lives, we may be saved, but we are not safe. Salvation doesn't equal satisfaction. Satisfaction comes when Christ fills every empty place. Put God on the throne of your heart. Confess to him every vain attempt that you may have made to fill your heart with things other than his love. Recount the cost of looking for love, acceptance, comfort, and healing in all of the wrong places. Our only true source of fullness and satisfaction comes from Christ, and He is so willing to fill our empty places. He is the only one who will never be frightened by the depth of our need. Ask Him to fill you with His love and flood your life with the Holy Spirit. Not just once, but ask Him for a filling that occurs every day for the rest of your life.
Holy God, thank you so much for meeting with us today. Thank you for your love that casts out all fear and brokenness and your power that breaks the chains and um, anything that holds us from keeping you on the throne of our hearts and for living our lives in communion with you. We just ask, Father, that you would just conduct your healing work in our lives, that your Holy Spirit would begin to refine any of those spaces where we have filled um, the aches of our very souls with something other than your love. We just confess to you the times where we have looked elsewhere instead of looking to your mighty touch to fill us and complete us. Sweet Jesus, we just pray um, that you will fill the empty places of our hearts and that you would give us more of your love. Holy Spirit, burn and just be greater within us, Lord. We ask this in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute delight for me to just share this space with you. If you want more information on how you can get connected with Holy Yoga, please check out holyyoga.net for more information. Be blessed and be light.